Hi, this is your girl Ariel, and welcome to another episode of Say It With Your Breast podcast. I am so excited about this week. Um, I've got a lot of cool, new, fun things happening in my life, which I'm not sure if you all have seen me post it yet, but your girl will be pitching her business, Beside Your Skincare, in the Black Girl Ventures and a Manifestation Babe pitch competition that will air this week on March 25th. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm definitely excited about our episode that's airing this week as well. I got a chance to talk to artist Corey Stewart from Lafayette, Louisiana, well, from Baton Rouge, but now located in Lafayette, Louisiana. And we talked about his flag that he created for a Black History Month showcase with the Willingly Rejected Artist Collective. And that flag has now been become a symbol of Acadiana Black Pride. Um, and what was really cool speaking with him is not only how amazing his creativity is, but how he supports women of color who work with him, who help him spread the message of his redone Acadiana flag with the black, green, red, and yellow colors, you know, of, of African countries. And it's really amazing to see how his flag was embraced at protests in Lafayette and um, demonstrations. And it means so much also being from Lafayette to see the movement and the energy of young artists, young entertainers, young creators, young movement makers doing their thing because the city needs to be reminded um, and, and city leaders and, and all need to be reminded that it's the young people who make Acadiana so energetic and amazing. The culture is amazing. Of course, the history and the story of the area and, and the different people from different places in the world and the influences of black people who have been there forever in the Acadiana bayous um, before it was Acadiana, you know, the history is rich. But this past, well, last year's um, protests really showed that there's a lot more to do. One of the things that I really liked um, that Corey said in one of his previous interviews where he was discussing, you know, donating to NAACP chapter in Lafayette and the UL NAACP chapter through Acadiana Black. So you guys make sure to check out his store because he does donate to nonprofits to help um, their movements as well. But one of the things I love that he said was this, quote, if black people still aren't allowed to be anything they want, then there are some chains left to be broken. That's pretty amazing. So I'm not going to say much more than that. I'm going to go ahead and just play this interview and we'll go ahead and support this young brother and his movement with the Katie and a Black Make sure to check out his links and his store and stay tuned. And thank you so much for all of you who continue to follow, like, subscribe, and share at Say With Your Breast Podcast. And of course, again, check us out or check your girl out this Thursday, March 25th 
where I'll be pitching my skincare company for the very first time. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Today is ours. Let's live it. And love is strong. Let's give it. A song can help. Let's sing it. And peace is dear. Let's bring it. The past is gone. Don't rue it. Our work is here. Let's do it. The world is wrong. Let's right it. The battle is hard. Let's fight it. The road is rough. Let's clear it. The future fast. Don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it. Corey, you're still there somewhere, huh? You can see me? No, but I, we can hear you good. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to, yeah, this is much better audio. All right. And Lauren, what's your last name again? Thomas. Got it. I will not forget. <laughs> right? I have my board in front of me, but I didn't have an email. And I'm a visual. I got to have it, like, written down in front of me. Uh, Lauren, if, if you marry a man that with the last name Smith, that was just a premonition. So. <laughs> I know, right? That's all that was. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, look out for him. <laughs> all right, so I know I don't want to hold you guys all night. So me and all my technical issues. Okay, so we're good to go. Um, I'm excited, like I said, um, to have you guys um, just to discuss Acadiana Black. And it's something very new, innovative, and interesting, something very different um, that I think is definitely needed, was always needed uh, before you even you know, the idea came to you, um, Corey. So please, um, again, introduce yourself and just let the, the listeners know how this idea came, you know, how does, how this came to you and what made you decide to actually like execute and do this. Well, hi, I'm Corey. I'm the creator of Acadiana Black. I started Acadiana Black in June of 2020 after I brought a flag that I dubbed the Acadian of Black Pride flag that I created for a Black History Month art show in February to a George Floyd protest in April. After bringing that flag to the protests, you know, hundreds of people saw it. It was all over the news coverage. And I began to get a lot of inquiries about where to get the flag and where to purchase the flag. And at the time, there was no place to purchase the flag because it was my creation. Uh, so, motivated by my love for the community and uh, what way I could give back and kind of help some of the, uh, help put some healing into a very hurting community and nation, I created uh, Katie Anna Black with the idea of it being sort of a nonprofit to where I, I give the profits of shirts and flags, stickers, decals to charities around the community. Uh, and to this day, I've given almost $3,000 to different charities 
like the NAACP mm-hmm. and the college NAACP, Great Divisions of Acadiana, uh, Pray for Pellerin's family, um, give a direct donation to them, and as well as a few activist groups around the city as well. Uh, and outside of the donations, the, the act of charity comes from just providing some representation for the black community and for people to kind of rally behind a physical material that they can hold on to. That that and that means a lot. Uh, I didn't I didn't realize how needed it was into this community until people started reaching out and how thankful they were. Another blessing about running a kitty and a black is getting to work with a lot of black businesses and black artists and just black people that are doing amazing things in this community. Like Lauren, who has done several shoots for me, and she's an mm-hmm. amazing black woman in the in this community with herself. And that's a you know a connection with you. I see you doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Another great black woman doing things here mm-hmm. in Acadia, and I, I highly highly appreciate it. Yeah, and Lauren, how did you um, you know get connected with Corey and, and your involvement with Acadia and Black? So I met Corey probably what was it, about twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. Um after doing a shoot with Stella Jewelry. Um, I had no idea who he was at all. Yet I had to be extremely on him because we had to pretend to be a couple basically, like a beyond like like basically engaged couple. Um and then afterwards we started doing more commercial shoots for Stellar Jewelry as well. And then after that we just became really good friends. And then I saw his Acadian Black company and it really resonated with me a lot. Um, considering I have a cousin who got was shot and killed uh, in 2017, and I feel like there was no justice for it whatsoever. Yeah. And just seeing him and promoting this uh, black equality around everybody, it just really resonated with me a lot. And it just I I I bought like I bought a few things from him, and then after that, he was like, "Hey, do you want to be a part of?" The, like the campaign process, and I was like, "Of course I do. Yeah. Why would not? You know, right?" And so, what's your like? What's your role within that? You know, the plans and everything that you guys do. Basically, I'm, I my job at the moment is just promoting and yeah. just making sure everybody knows about it. Yeah, I, I want to spread the word of it to everybody. Basically, yeah. So, Corey, tell me what. I know you said that, you know, it was part of this project, but what inspired you to do the flag in particular? Because you could have done, you know, any list of things. What was it about remaking this flag? Uh, so I'm a Baton Rouge implant. I grew up was raised in Baton Rouge, but I moved here in 2012 for school. Mm-hmm. stayed ever since. I made a lot of amazing connections here. A lot of amazing uh, people, a lot of amazing friends, lifelong friends. I'm as connected to the Lafayette community as I am to the Baton Rouge community, even more so, if I'm being honest. Um, so, I, a motivation for me with creating a flag was it, because my connection to, to this to this community, to this place in Acadia. Uh, but that being said, because of Acadia, and I know Acadia is history and mm-hmm. not everything's been 
you know, there's, there's a lot of racism in Acadia, you know, there really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a connection to my my black heritage as well, too. It's a fusion mm-hmm. of the two things that I love, my black heritage and my home. It's been my home for almost a decade now. And I have this, this mantra, I guess you can call it, of so many people work hard to disenfranchise black people from a land that is rightfully theirs, from their homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an artist here in the city, and I've recently done a dive into asking why Ray Charles could write such a beautiful song like America the Beautiful or Georgia on my mind, when both of those places he grew up in there were segregated. It was filled with hate-filled people. Hate-filled people. Yet he was able to put on these amazing performances and sing of Georgia and America. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's an I started asking why, and I can only guess off of my own uh, presumptions is that it, they can only take away from him what they what he allows them to take away. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I made Katie Anna my home. I made Lafayette my home. I, I feel like I'm home when I'm here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I've lived here for a time now. Yeah. Um, this is my place. And regardless of what some prejudiced, racist, whatever you want to call it, might say otherwise, they can't take that away from me if I if I don't allow them to. I'm actually going to do the opposite. I'm going to claim it even more. Um, so, and this is coming from an implant. You know, I want the Acadiana Black Pride flag to represent people, you know, like you and Lauren that are born and raised here um, and other black people that have ancestral ties to this place as well too and yeah. you know there's, there's people that have worked really really hard to make sure black people feel like they never have a place anywhere right right because we were just because we're taken from taken from the shores of africa you know they'll they'll say our only home is africa mm. and i fight back against that my yeah. family's been i i know my family history it's like way back when we are really big into folklore. My family's been mm-hmm. here longer than most white people have been here. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of years. No yeah. one can say this isn't my land. No yeah. one. <laughs> so nice. I feel like that can resonate with a lot of, of black people for our symbolism and what the Acadiana Black Pride flag. Right. And do you guys get pushed back because you're young too on top of that? Like how dare you young Black kids come tell us that we're wrong in any way about anything and get out of here, you know? Yeah. Lauren, as a young Black woman, you know, for you, did you feel um, safe going out there and talking about Acadian and Black? Do you feel like people are really listening or do you feel more like there's more threats or more, more negativity than... Ooh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I think the people who I've grown close with are completely understanding of what I do. Yeah. And um, and people tell me sometimes that oh, you're going against a few things of yourself because my dad is a retired detective. 
and he was in the law enforcement community probably for about 20 something years mm-hmm. and people say like oh you're against like you're you're like basically against your father when you're doing all this like wow. so I'm getting stuff like that yeah. come to me all the time and it's just like I wish you would think more clearly about this um, yeah. I'm not so I get I get that all the time, um, and coming from basically an all Catholic school all my life, um, predominantly white, and I was probably what five percent of the black class, wow. I believe. Um, so they're basically like I, I have a lot of people unfollowing me after posting mm-hmm. stuff like that. I have a lot of people saying like, oh, like. Are you really serious right now? I don't want that all over my feed. Wow. You don't want equality on your feed? Right. So basically, I know this movement has really helped me figure out who is really with you and who is mm-hmm. really actually against you as well. So. Yeah. It was crazy to see everything, like the demonstrations in Lafayette. And when, not, not that part wasn't crazy, but to see people's comments and the threats and the boldness, just very, very bold, blatant. Um, I mean, and you know, at that point, I was reporting people to their job. Like, hey, this is who you have working for you. Screenshot what they just said. And I was doing that. Um, but for you guys, you're in the street. You know, you're there. Um, for you having that flag out there, what do you want people to see? Like, I know they see the colors. They know the meaning. They know what it is. But what do you... What do y'all want people to take away when they see this flag? For me, I want people to see a black Lafayette. Mm. I want black people have been here. I've talked to a lot of historians, uh, people that have been here a lot longer than I have. Black people have been here longer than Lafayette has existed. Mm-hmm. And when I want people, when people see the flag, I want people to, to remember that, to know that, that there is a community here that takes pride in the land that mm-hmm. they helped build. Right. And no one can take that away from them. Right. And I know that you guys also have other, like you were saying before, you're working with other organizations. How has that, or how how have those partnerships, um, have they continued even as the hype has died down? Has have those um, organizations been allies for what you all are doing? Yeah, yeah, I That's mean great. they're supportive uh they're supportive of what we do and mm-hmm. uh, i think everyone's always happy to take a donation <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right that doesn't hurt, <laughs> that, that does not hurt. and what about uh, schools have schools reached out to you guys yet uh the university has been very supportive mm-hmm. supportive of us um i've done a talk at the university myself uh, I recently just did a talk at the St. Thomas More Art Club. Um, I talk about black art, which is crazy, um, considering, uh, you know, Lauren just talked about where coming from, like, a Catholic school here in 
finish the of the student body is. Uh, so there's, there's there's a few uh, university that one high school. That's pretty cool though. And Lauren, what do you want to see like um, in the future that you guys continue to do? I guess um, I can I can second what Corey said about we are Black Lafayette as well as any other, and just to let people know that we are people with emotions mm-hmm. as well. We are human as well, just like you. So stop walking all, all over us like this. Right. I guess I guess that's pretty much where what I'm trying to. Right. And for and Corey, you know, I didn't ask you this question, but I know, and you kind of touched on this already as a black man, and the importance of the representation and what your art is representing. Because it's not just the flag. I mean, I love all of your designs that you've done, and I have my shirt, and you know, I love that you infuse some joy and some, um, you know, some of the the cute cultural uh, nuances, you know, in your art and that you share. Um, but for you, you know, if you want to touch on this as a black man, do you feel like you have the the black male audience or is that still a struggle to try to get people on board to understand what what the mission is about? Uh, Katie and the Black is so new. Yeah. And, you know, it's, Katie Black, so it's, it's uh, definitely have some work to do to reach you, to reach across even into even more communities and it's a it's a challenge personal challenge for me to create more designs that could be more appealing to every yeah. kind of people. Yeah. Uh, but so, I think that's cool. I mean I think what you guys are doing and what you have done is amazing and the the um it makes people think and I think that's been a big part of the commentary of twenty twenty was a lot of you know, the pushback that people were getting when they start speaking out is ridiculous, in my opinion, because we need people to make us have these conversations, um, whether it's through art or through music or, you know, the, the clothes that they're wearing or whatever it is. We have to keep these conversations going. Every generation has their own part of the story to tell. Um, so I love how you guys are doing that. So I have a quick little um, fill in the blank. You can make it as fun or as however you want it to be. Oh, oh boy. It's an easy one. I think possibly. We'll see. Um, but Lauren, you'll go first. It's I wish I knew blank when I was blank. It could be anything under the sun. Corey, get ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to her first. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, sorry. No, take your time. Honestly, I wish I knew uh, microaggression before I knew before I got out of high school. If I'm if I'm completely honest. Oh yeah. Because I didn't realize how much I received that. Until after I graduated high school, so. Oh. That's real. And cool. <laughs> uh, I wish I knew 
how much one little thing could be so big. Mm. I forgot the rest of the sentence. I was supposed to. Be. I wish I knew blank when I was blank. Um, when when I was just a freshman in college, honestly. Really? When I moved here, I, I mean. I have the flag hanging up in my place right now. Um, have for a while since I created it. And to me, that flag is, is another one of my creations. It always is just, just uh, a, a small piece of me that I really do love and appreciate. But I could have never imagined it would have gone into this, this thing that means so much for people. And all it took mm-hmm. was for me to really just kind of openly state my blackness you know? mm. that's <laughs> real I, I think a lot of magic happens when you um not you particularly but like when someone um makes a decision and that decision is perfectly in line with who they really are because i think in you know in life in general we tend to veer around where we are and that's natural we're figuring it out we're exploring and things like that but i think what you did for you was so simple, but because it was so in alignment with who you are, that it's something that other people take as well. If he could do something like that, you know, God knows how many people you've inspired to do something that they might say, okay, I can contribute in my way. So I think what you all have started is amazing. Do you have other members of your team that help with everything or is it primarily you two? I run like basically the logistics of like everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 I like the workforce. I feel pertinent. <laughs> um, but outside of like the delivering of the, the mailing and the like the, the mailing and the, the financials and all that, um, people like friends like Lauren. Um, princess and I'm blanking out Peyton Taj help out with imagery mm-hmm. and like awareness and, and uh, kind of spreading Katie and a black while I'm bogged down in my office yeah. computers and paper and what if people want to volunteer are you accepting volunteers I'm always accepting volunteers for okay. what they want to do. <laughs> That's good. We got to put that energy out there so people know. Especially some high school, you know, high school kids that might need some hours or need some time or, you know, I don't know right now with all this COVID stuff going on. COVID has made a lot of things hard. Yeah, it's, and Lafayette ain't trying to follow rules like that anyway. <laughs> so it's made it a little harder. Like, I, I, I didn't heard my mom and my dad are there and I haven't yet gone. Well, I, I've been home, but not as much as I, nearly not as much as I, I usually would have been um, home because of COVID. So, I get that. So I, I really appreciate it. Like I said, um, before we go, I just want to know from, you know, outside of what you're doing with changing the world, um, starting in Acadiana, uh, what else are you guys into? Like, what do you enjoy? What keeps you, what keeps you grounded? What keeps you sane? We'll start with Lauren. 
stay up to date. Those are the best places to do it. Okay, awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your patience and all my issues <laughs> trying to get set up today. It's been a long one, but it's all good. I'm excited um, to get the word out as well. And whatever I can do to help support, I will do. And um, again, thank you. Have a great weekend. And if there's anything else you guys want to share and want me to post, um, just let me know. And you got it. I will do that. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, thanks so much. Y'all have a good weekend. Thank you.